And on Peachtree Street in 73 degrees at 1107 with news on the hour, the half, and when it breaks, I'm Sabrina Cupid, WSB. Now let's join Herman Cain, already in progress. Who have sent me emails and more. Um, I still, I feel great. I just sound bad. But thank you for all your notes along the way. Very good. Well, we, we don't want you to strain it, but we're glad that you can join us for whatever amount of time you can be here, my friend. Well, uh, the, the the political scene certainly is a strain on somebody, maybe in both parties. You know, <laughs> what I think is really interesting, Herman, is I went back and looked at what I wrote on my blog eight years ago. Yeah. And how just ironic it is that we're sort of looking at almost the exact same thing right now for the Democrats. If you go back eight years ago... Hillary Clinton was performing the role that Bernie Sanders has right now. Right. She was trying desperately to catch up to Barack Obama. Everybody knew that Barack Obama was going to win. There was no doubt that he was going to have the the number of delegates, but uh, the the race kept going into June. And I had forgotten this, Herman, but Hillary Clinton actually won in California. Eight wow. years ago, yeah, and so uh, it's. I I find it really interesting that as we look ahead as to where we're going, uh, this is almost a repeat with albeit different roles this time uh, for Hillary Clinton and now Bernie Sanders. And as she has declared, and as people are predicting, she's going to get the nomination. But Bernie keeps kicking up all of this dust and uh, drawing all these big crowds, you're right. It's exactly the same scenario. And and I raised this. uh, You know, back then, I went and looked further into June at uh, at my stories and other stories. And the big issue was, would the Democrats, oh, my, they're never going to get back together. They're going to lose to McCain. They're divided. They're never going to be able to win. And so when I hear the same things this time, and I know some people, I've heard from them already, and they say, yeah, but this is different. This is the party is more divided this time. Well, you know what? I remember it was a pretty big division last time for the Democrats. There were, uh, if you remember, the the sort of the Obama Clinton feud was pretty deep at that point in time. Right. And it wasn't just Hillary Clinton; it was Bill Clinton as well. And so, uh, you know, I I guess I look at it for Republicans before you jump up and say, "Oh yeah, this is going to seal the deal." Um, maybe no. we have seen this eight years ago. The thing about Democrats, they come together a lot quicker <laughs> than Republicans. <laughs> yes, do. they do. And now, why do you think that is, Herman? Really, why? They want to win. Well, I think they so. They put yeah. winning ahead of feuds that they may have had during the election. I think that at Republicans are more apt to be. You know what? Um, I don't care. He doesn't agree with me on X, Y, and Z. And there's no way I'm voting for him. And that the Democrats are more apt to say, yeah, well, it's better than the other side winning. Let's get on board. And we've seen that before. Yes. And I know there's a lot of never Trump people out there. And again, I'm going to stick by my, my thought on this, that a number of them will come around, maybe not because they like Donald Trump, but because they like him a little bit more than Hillary Clinton. Now, speaking of that, some of these traditionally big GOP donors are saying that they're not going to back Trump. Yeah, that that New York Times story was really brutal with some of the quotes there. And again, this is another sign of of trouble for the Republicans. Now, can Trump overcome this? I believe he can. But when you have so much money that is remaining on the sidelines, 
I think it will make a lot of Republicans worried that not only might they lose that race, but they could lose others as well in the Congress. And, you know, I think that it's understandable that there are some people who don't like Trump. When there are people with deep pockets for the party, that makes it a little more troublesome for the GOP. Well, they still have the option of helping the down ticket yes. by contributing to the RNC. And so I they think really you don't will have see an excuse. It. I think you'll have an effort to really find those people and to say, okay, look, I know you don't like this guy. I know you don't care for him. I know you can't stand him. I know you don't want him. But look, we got these other races. You got to give some money here. And I would think some of them will come around to that. But it will uh, raise, I think, some issues going forward for the GOP, especially uh, when you look at the Senate uh, in this in this November's elections. Because he's some of these big donors, you know, many of them probably, and this is speculation on my part, I know some of some big donors, they feel insulated from the bad policies of a Hillary Clinton as president. So they can dig in their heels and say, well, they're not going to help Donald Trump because they can't get his way. Uh, They can't get their way and have the kind of influence that they normally have. But hopefully they'll come around and hopefully they'll recognize there are a lot of more battles that need to be fought on the down ticket to maintain control of the House and Senate. Hopefully hopefully they'll come to their senses. Yeah, it's not going to end anytime soon. I can imagine, you know, just close your eyes and think, Cleveland. I wonder what's going to go on in Cleveland. (laughs) You know, I don't think the world is going to end and the sky is going to fall in Cleveland for the GOP or anything like that. But I do think it is wrong to believe that they're just going to go in there all hunky dory and everybody is happy with each other and singing kumbaya and holding hands uh so i do think we will see some of that on display over the next few months again after watching members of congress who have just cracked me up when i interview the republicans because you can just see a number of them herman you can just see it in their body language yeah in their eyes they don't want to support Donald Trump. Heck, some of them don't even want to say his name. They just say they're going to vote for the nominee or I'm going to support the ticket. But in the end, you listen to them and they're and I'm not calling it tortured logic or anything. But the way they get there to say that they're going to vote for Trump is mainly by arguing against Hillary Clinton. It may not be the best way to win an election. Uh, But I do think that overall they will get there in terms of some of them getting on board. Now, to me, the bigger thing is still going to be the conservatives and the movement conservatives who really believe that that the race for president needs to be about more than just the person. And it needs to be about the issues. And that, I think, is really this is really what is dramatically different about this race is that Donald Trump is not really interested in those details. Yeah, like this weekend when he got the NRA endorsement. Uh, I was amazed uh, on Facebook, on the NRA Facebook page, to see a gigantic debate breakout where a lot of people were saying, Trump? You're endorsing Trump? The guy doesn't believe in the Second Amendment. Look, he backed X, Y, and Z a few years ago. So I'm fascinated uh, for many reasons with this year's race. But it's the issues that I really find amazing. Some of the things that were had to be in there for Republicans and are just not a big deal this time around. Well, <laughs> look, so many unexpected things have happened. For example, 
I'm sure you saw that relative to the latest polls, every time they take a new one. It seems like Trump goes up. Trump goes up. He's and I moving. think this is normal. It really this yeah. does not surprise me a bit because once we got both Cruz and Kasich out of the race, then I think a lot of Republicans start to say, okay, there's nobody else. Look over the other side. Well, I'm not voting for Hillary Clinton. Look, over, I'm not voting Libertarian. I got to go here. And I think it's only normal that Trump bubbles up. And I said this to a few of my buddies this weekend who were asking me repeatedly about what's going on. They're still in disbelief here in D.C. And I said, don't you think that uh, the Democrats should wish for Trump? I know they believe they can win, but I also have watched now up close and in person over the last few months how he's run this completely unorthodox race and it's worked. Now, could it fail just in an awful way in November? Sure it could. Uh, but I don't think that anybody should rule out that Trump can win, and these numbers do show that. And I pointed out to some listeners earlier what you have said about these polls. They represent a trend. But in this case, the trend is every time they take a new poll, Trump gets closer and closer. And if you start or averaging— Or Hillary drops down. Or Hillary yes. drops down. And if you start— averaging them which real clear politics did he actually has a slight edge now let's uh, remember just as trump has bumped up now i would i would forecast that in a month we will see polling that shows hillary clinton bumping up why because finally by then i would assume if everything goes as we think it would that bernie sanders would get out of the race and then Hillary Clinton would then get some of his support. And those people will be going through the same tortured logic that, uh, that the Republicans have been going through in recent months. So again, I do think that she will get a boost as well once that race is over. The, the next primary for the Dems is June the 5th in Puerto Rico. Then on June the 7th, we have six states. And then ironically, it all ends up, Herman, on June the 14th with the primary right here in the District of Columbia. Does D.C. get, they, they get some delegates to the convention. How yes. many, do you know? Um, you know, not off the top of my okay. head, but it will only take me about 30 seconds to look it up right here. Uh, but, they, I know the Republicans do get some, too. I think it was 17 overall, if I remember correctly. Right. So it's not a huge amount, since obviously uh, they're, they're not anything that big, and I can't find it right here off the bat. But and and it, they, it could go either way. It could go Democrat. Uh, so they're going to vote, but it could also... It's, I'm predicting that it is predominantly a Democrat oh, yes, district yes. anyway. There are 20 delegates, let's see, 20, uh, no, 46 total out of the District of Columbia. Uh, 24 of them look to be, no, I guess, um, yeah, about 24 of them, or no, 20 already are pledged to Hillary Clinton because they are super delegates. So see? this is so typical of see? this race. In D.C., <laughs> she has 20 super delegates and Sanders has two. And they haven't even voted yet. No, but I would assume it'll be close. It is. Yeah. It is a yes. It is a Democratic town, big time. Unbelievable. Well, thanks a lot, Jamie. See you, Herman. Take care of yourself. And I we will, look buddy. Forward to talking to you tomorrow.